Welcome to episode five. It is April 25th, 2017. And this is the podcast where we take dreams, usually mine, sometimes Mike's, and we turn them into movie treatments. We certainly do. We've done five of these already. Our last week's episode was all about zombies. It was. And before that? Before that was like a Game of Thrones-esque series. The Handmaiden. Yeah. Yeah. And then before that? Was... Oh, uh, the androids. I always want to say androids. Augments. The augments. The augments. The augments one. Yes. And then before that was, who is Mike? And well, bam. Oh, that's true. That's right. Okay, so I guess technically we've done four of these movie treatments so, so af- far. Af- no, three. Yes, this no. is going to be number this four. This is the fourth. Yeah. This is the fourth. Okay. And so after this one, mm-hmm. we're going to put it to a vote, which was your favorite. And then we're going to delve into whatever one you guys vote for more so. More character growth, more building, more story, and really get deeper into it. Yes, because we can only do so much in these hour-long podcasts. Basically just building the universe right now and kind of coming up with the characters and the main themes. Yeah. And then it'd be nice to, yeah. But if you guys want to take my side and then just tweet at Stacey and convince her that we want to do more podcasts. Mike wants to do podcasts all the time. All the time. All the time. Always. He just wants to give up every other show that we do and just do podcasts. Yeah. I mean, I do like our little in the dark podcast setup right now. Um, for anybody that's uh, just going to be listening to the podcast, you guys should come over when we do it live on the Twitch show because we got chat hanging out here, and they actually help influence our movie treatments a lot. Absolutely, which is really really cool. I like that. We've um, had some we've had some game changing comments, which led to huge things in our stories. Mm-hmm. It was very exciting. It's always fun to hear that perspective. Like, oh, oh, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. No, it's really good. All right, guys. So Mike actually has a bit of a dream. Yeah. So as some of you may or may not know, I'm a bit of a Star Wars nerd. And by a bit, I mean... What? <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, it's surprising. I know. But I am all about the Star Wars. I read all the books until the Yazevun came out, and then they were lame, and I sort of fell out the books. But all the games and all the movies and all the TV shows, everything... I've watched and studied and learned, and I am pretty much the world's leading knowledge man of Star Wars. Oh my goodness, I just thought of something. So Mike's going to have to be a nerdy bartender (laughs) guest again, and we're going to have to do Star Wars trivia. And I'll like start talking to chat way ahead of time so we can find some really tough questions for you. Bring it on. That'd be awesome. I can't believe we've never done that before. Yeah, I know. We started doing this trivia thing with Nerdy Bartender, and it's been working out really well. I think people like it. But yeah, you're going to have to be the Star Wars the Star Wars guy. I will own all the faces. All the Star Wars faces. So anyways, I um, my, my dream pretty much had zero story in it, but just moments that I remember. Mm-hmm. And one of the strongest ones was, uh, hold on, Mike should have his own podcast called Podcast Jedi. Gore Hunter, thank you. That should happen. <laughs> it's already going straight to his head, guys. <laughs> yeah. And so um, one of these moments which really stuck in my head was the image of this figure, obviously a, a Dark Lord of some sort, and it was from behind, and he was walking through like a forest, 
And as he's walking, all like the bushes and the trees and the shrubs are bending out of his way. He's using the force to bend them out of his way to clear his walking path. And then it goes behind him. It all closes up again as if normal. And that to me was such a cool image because it was complete selfishness to use the force in that way to clear your way and close behind you. Like just a show of power for nobody. But so cool. It's exactly what I would do if I had the force walking around, moving cars out of the way as I walk. Like, just lots of move things yeah. around. That's, that's the only thing you want the horse for. Yeah. Clearly a walking path. Okay, and that's never, nothing like that has happened before? Nothing like that has happened before, okay. no. Um, and then another strong image was, uh, which put a time um, in the grand scheme of things, which would be episode 8 or 9-ish, I guess. More probably nine or ten ish, okay. but it's the image of this Dark Lord beheading Luke Skywalker after a fight. No, and it was like in my dream, I was like, Oh shit, I can't believe that just happened. So it was really cool in my dream. Those are my, those are my, you weren't crying. Well, it was pretty cool, <laughs> not gonna lie. Sorry, Mark Hamill. We know what side uh, Mike is on now, <laughs> okay. And I think we kind of talked about, like, a long time ago, actually wanting to do, like, a little mini Star Wars script. Yeah. To shoot something. I know there's a lot of Star Wars fan content out there already, but it'd be really fun to do There's something. a lot of really good stuff out there. Mm-hmm. Better than the prequels. Though, to be fair, episode three, I'm pretty okay with episode three. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she said in disgust. <laughs> Not my favorite. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, like... Okay. Don't go on. Go on. Any more things that you wanted to add to your dream? Um, there was... Vaguely, there was a female lead. Maybe because that's just what is happening now in the Star Wars franchise, which is super cool. I like a lot. Mm-hmm. But I think... I think it was Jaina Solo, who is in the Legends universe, which is not actually what's going on in the movies now mm-hmm. but it was pre-disney and that was leia and um han's twin daughter yeah i think it was her because i'm pretty sure when um episode seven came out remember when they did the auditions mm-hmm. did anyone audition for star wars did you i definitely did yeah you did <laughs> i knew it was a long shot because i think they got probably millions of submissions um, but I remember reading the script, and I, I thought that's kind of what they were, where they were going with Episode Seven, right? Does that ring a bell to you? Or something? That's what everyone thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it wasn't that. I yeah. Okay. AC Blackjock. Episode Three was the least bad one. You damn right it was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's really like I don't really have much of a jumping off point other than those things. But I would love to talk about building a Star Wars script and mm. story because as weird as it is I never actually made a Star Wars fan film. We did Sith D-Bags which is like a little oh short fun thing. I forgot about Sith D-Bags. Who out there in Chatland has seen Sith D-Bags? Oh yeah, that's a good question. <laughs> I completely forgot about that. Oh my goodness. That was a lot of fun to make. That was. Just walking around town with a lightsaber trying to be a badass. Yeah. <laughs> it was a response to Freddie W's um, um, Jedi, Jedi A-holes. A-holes. Yeah. Jinx, you owe me a Coke. Oh, no. I guess you can't jinx on a podcast because then... Because then I can't speak. Yeah. So, but did I get you on that last time? 
probably or was that Chris or somebody. Probably. <laughs> I feel like I'm having deja vu right now, and I'm like, this just happened. Okay, so with if we went with the whole idea of it being Jaina, um, her brother, did he ever go over to the dark side in the books or anything, or was he always yes, good? yeah, the brother. The brother did. Okay. It, and so the story came quite interesting because it was brother versus sister, good versus evil, which okay. put a very interesting yeah, I, twist. Yeah, I thought I heard something about that. That'd be cool to just even do that. We're not creating our own story today, guys. We're taking a book and we're going to make well, it into our own movie. <laughs> As I like that. That's really cool. I, I, remember, I remember reading in the book they had a, a final, their final fight scene before, spoiler alert, uh, Jaina kills Jason. Okay. Uh, it was a super epic battle, and um, they were just like breaking bones of each other, like it was really visceral. And eventually, she won. But this is bringing an image to my head, where like this figure, who would well, that be cool if it was Jason? Actually, make it Jason mm. Solo, but he was a lot bigger than the girl was. Okay. Like maybe. Two feet taller. Oh, okay. Sort of. For some thing. reason, I was thinking like a giant. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, yes, that makes more sense. Yeah, okay. and that would be actually kind of cool if. And then we make the, make the girl Jaina, so we can have the brother versus sister sis, brother versus sister battle. That'd be cool. Yeah. My only concern with where we're going with this right now is, are we making our own movie treatment right now? Well, I definitely think so because okay. everything that I've described. I mean, this. The fact that they're brother and sister and they fight is just a story point in the That's universe, true. right? You haven't given any context as to why and why he went over to the dark yeah, side. Yeah, and Luke that. was not beheaded. That's in the true. Books. I like that. That's like a really strong choice. Yeah. Especially if you could film that in a way like to really make that impact. Just make everyone just melt. Yeah, make them cry. <laughs> make them cry. That's our crying moment. Okay. So far, so good. So far, so good. Um, last night, I dreamt about volcanoes. <laughs> Can we throw some volcanoes into this script? Because I just have all these this imagery floating around my brain right now of volcanoes. Well, we could have them fight <laughs> on a volcano planet. I like that. Done. I get my volcanoes. Okay. So this is this is normally our podcast. We have a much more of a story and a full dream that sort of to mm -hmm. run from. But here we're running just from moments and ideas. Yes. So and volcanoes. Should this so to start it off? Should this story follow the Dark Lord or should it follow Jaina? I kind of like it following the Dark Lord. Funny, I'm trying to think like because yeah, most most movies follow the good follow guy. Follow the good guy. That's what I was just thinking. I'm like, what if we did one where it was following the not good guy, the yeah. bad guy? Yeah. How would that work? Do you know what I mean? Because you're following the good guy for. I, I guess we'd have to have him have some sort of redemption. Because if you think about, like, say, for example, Star Wars Unleashed, one of the best mm -hmm. Star Wars games ever made. Yeah. Um, you're following a bad guy who starts to learn that he's on the wrong side and becomes a good guy. So that's what his, that's what his arc is. The bad guy's going to need an arc as well. Whether mm -hmm. him being good and going bad or bad and going good. If you follow Jaina, then it's like, her starting from a low, losing losing her uncle, Luke Skywalker, and then having to fight. Yeah, I Jason. like the idea of following the Dark Lord. I, I still want to have elements of that in there, but mm -hmm. Yeah, we unless can do that. Oh, wait, are we making the Dark Lord Jaina's brother? Or no? Yes. 
Oh, it is. Yes. Oh, so then that mean that adds a easier way to make us follow him too, because mm-hmm. we want to see him go back to being good. Then, right? Yeah. Then, it's a piece to die. He has to die. Does he have to die? I mean, he could. How how many movies are we doing? Is it maybe too late? Like once he does have that re- redemption moment and stuff, he gets killed, and you're like, no, but he so, just found his way back or whatever. So, and then so we're paralleling Vader then. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay, maybe not. Um, I well, mean, that happens in lots of movies, though, right? When it they, does. Okay. Yeah, it does. I mean, we, we could have it the opposite where Jaina has to, I mean, she has to kill. She has to go to the dark side in order to kill the bad guy. Didn't we just do a script kind of like that where someone had to yeah. go to the dark side? <laughs> yeah, we did, actually. We're having a lot of uh, similar themes happen, which is why we're going to take one of these last four ideas and really go into them before we start making more and more treatments. Yeah. Because um, obviously we haven't got that out of our system yet, and we still want to keep retelling that that same theme. Well, I think it's a super interesting character moment and character development is having to, is having to go past what is acceptable for the greater good mm-hmm. oh Maybe. it was it was the handmaiden script yeah that was a handmaiden one for sure could you kill somebody could you do the wrong thing for the right reasons yes yeah but oh this this one so would let's be, not do that with <clears throat> this one let's not do that okay but we do want to we've decided to we want this story to follow the dark lord the dark lord yeah which is kind of cool because the new Battlefront trailer, the single-player campaign, you're following a Imperial agent, Special Forces, and she is on Endor fighting against the Ewoks and the Rebels mm-hmm. and sees the Death Star explode in the sky and just being like, I can't believe that just happened. And then following her journey as she's trying to get the Empire back on track. So this is that's following a bad guy character. Okay, so yeah. it could be interesting for this from a, a Jedi point of view. Because we want we want to make the biggest thing that the um, that Star Wars always stresses is good as a point of view. Yes. And so we have to set it up so what Jason is doing, he feels is for the right reason. He feels the Jedi are corrupt. He feels they're not doing their job to protect the galaxy. Whatever it is. What if he feels like Luke Skywalker is somehow responsible for his sister dying? So you see him off the bat killing uh, Luke Skywalker and you're like, oh my goodness, how could this happen? But we later on realize that he thought so because his sister died. We're making everybody die. All the characters die. <laughs> Do you know what as I mean? As in Jaina? Yeah. So as she doesn't fight him, have like a different character, but you realize why he's went over to the dark side has something to do with maybe Jaina died as well. And maybe he felt like, you know, he's on, that he's, I he's didn't on. do a good job protecting her or helping her and that Luke Skywalker's a bit responsible. So he's on his like revenge. So it's a revenge it's, story. Yeah, but it's all kind of for the wrong reasons, right? Mm-hmm. Is she actually dead or no? Oh, she doesn't actually have to be dead, but we could think through a whole part of it. She's dead. And then we realize she's not. And that's why you have the final battle at the end between them. Because she's got to stop him because of everything he's, you know what I mean? What a moment. <gasps> oh, my goodness. There like, we go. I found it. Sorry. You found it. Yes, you did. <laughs> that's all I'm contributing. And so, oh, Mike. <laughs> so with the Jason and Luke battle, like he's fought. He's He blames Luke yes. for whatever the mission was. And... Uh, they get into a battle and he 
as he does the killing blow, beheading Luke Skywalker, because he has to behead him, as, as he does that, Janus screams like, no, which is a big thing in Star Wars, screaming no. Mm-hmm. And then he sees that she's alive and realizes what he's done. And, that, and from that moment as a character, you can either break down and apologize for what you've done, take responsibility, or put the blame on someone else. Mm-hmm. pushing it aside and not take responsibility. And I think doing that is what solidifies him to the dark side. Oh, so you're thinking that early on. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, so he's already he's already falling down the dark path. He kills Luke, which is like a big deal. Big deal. And then says, it's not my fault. Someone else, you, him, whatever, points the different direction. And so obviously she tries to fight him they're going to do a quick battle then he's going to run away Mm because the dark lords always run away and that's where the story essentially can basically second act begin oh okay we're really okay i like that the way i was originally seeing on my mind it's like he's already on that like going down that dark path um and like maybe there's multiple people he feels like is responsible and Mm -hmm. you know the jedi and stuff and then it wasn't until the very end when he's already done so much destruction and went so over the dark side that then he finds out that she is alive. And then they have to battle it out. See, I like that a lot death, too. I, I like he's like systematically killing people who he feels are responsible for her death. Mm-hmm. And at the end finds out she's alive. But the thing is... But he's already gone so far. Yeah, there's I, no coming back from that. I feel like he would... See, I'm looking at it from a good guy perspective. He would want to be killed at that point. Because everything he's done is wrong. So oh, there, that's true. So there's no... But maybe she doesn't want to kill him because it's still her brother. So then he's like, no, you will fight me, you know, kind of a thing. And she's like, no, like, you know what I mean? That kind of battle that you sometimes see in right. movies, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That she, he's almost forcing her to have to do it. There's yeah. so many ways it can go. Yeah. I'm all excited and amped up now. <laughs> I think the movie should start off, movie or series, we're not sure yet. But it should start off with the some sort of battle or mission that's going on where Jason and Jaina and Luke and a bunch of uh, Republic are fighting against bad guys. And we see Jaina die from an explosion or off camera, but dies off camera. Okay. She can't die on yeah. screen, right? But he sees like, she goes into a building with a bunch of soldiers and that building gets blows mm. up and it was an order by someone yeah whatever right and he's devastated goes on a rampage killing lots of bad guys because he's still a good guy at this point mm-hmm. um wins the battle and then leaves like takes the ship and just takes off so okay. we so luke is left there like oh no this is not good because he, he can feel the dark side growing and he knows he needs to get to him. And then we follow the path and, and we're watching Jason go through stages of mourning, going over the battle again and again and again, yeah. watching it blow up from all different angles, like on a hologram again and again and again. And we have to find the pieces as to where everybody went wrong and why we think she's dead. And she wouldn't just be like, I'm not dead. Do you know what I mean? There's a lot of holes we need to fill in here. Maybe maybe she was badly wounded and she's in a back to tank, which is like a healing tank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is why she can't say anything. But And why no one would know she's in a healing tank if they just defeated you know what I mean? 
First, I, okay, let's, let's check in with chat real fast. Sure. Because um, we've got like a whole bunch of ideas like spinning around right now. Um, okay, who's all here, guys? Hi to everybody else that just popped in. Retrospective, no game tonight. No, but Outlast 2 will be, I will be playing that tomorrow night for Wednesday Gaming. So it's going to be exciting and terrifying. Um, what do you guys, what do you guys think so far? We have quite a few different ideas. Uh, Zante has a really cool thing. I think it's referring to him on the ship, just like him losing his mind, basically, mm-hmm. like just going over and over and over. Yeah. Because they're twins. So they're connected and they're very powerful in the force. So they're even more connected. Mm-hmm. So there has to have been a connection lost there. So maybe she does die and they resuscitate her. No, he'd feel that. There has to be, you're right. There has to be some sort of reason why he can't sense her yeah and there's got to be he's got to also have reason for going after people like luke skywalker luke skywalker can't be completely innocent in this do you know no, what I mean? you're because right then it doesn't make sense for him so yeah. he's replaying it and stuff he's got to see where a lot of good people did make mistakes and even though they're just they're they just made the mistakes he's, yeah he's still going to make them pay for them do you yeah know I mean? totally of, you know forgiving them for what happened yeah I mean, and it adds more depth to everyone else's character as well for what happened in said battle. And it doesn't even necessarily have to start with that battle. We could start with him replaying it and stuff, and you're seeing him kind of go crazy, and that's where we get all caught up on what happened too. True. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Instead of showing it too many times. Absolutely. Um, I feel like a, a point that a lot of stories do is just like it's for a secret mission, mm-hmm. and so the bad guys need to think that they're dead. You know what I mean? And then later on, they're like, no, it was just because of the secret mission, which mm-hmm. is why we kept it a secret from you. Which we could use that. She needed to go undercover or something like that. But it doesn't explain no. the force sensitivity thing. Yeah. Chat, help. How, okay, so how could, what, what are the possibilities for him not being able to feel that connection with her? What, because I, I don't actually know that part in the story. Like, is it a distance thing? Is it if someone's alive or dead? Like, do you know what I mean? If they're far away enough from each other, do they not feel they it? Can, like, um, how does that it work? Can be, it can be felt when someone very powerful in the force dies. Other forces of people can sense something has happened. Okay. If a lot of people have died, anybody who is strong in the force senses the loss of life. Yes, that has but just not happened. of the specific. You have to be very, right? like, like, in it's ep- just of that feeling, right? In that, episode you know? three, okay. when Vader, when Anakin turns to Vader, when he becomes evil and yeah. swears to the dark side, we cut back to Yoda and Yoda like feels the loss feels of that happening, of that moment, of the transition of the light side to the dark side. So, wait, wait, what I'm asking is when he does feel that transition from the light side to the dark side, does he feel it in that specific person? Um, like, do you know what I mean? Or does he just get the feeling? Like, is it when you feel like something bad happened? You know what I mean? Or is it like something bad happened, you know specifically exactly what happened and to who and where and what time? And do you know what I mean? They don't actually necessarily say what happened. They don't communicate what happened. But I feel like because Anakin's so powerful that it was specific. He knew something drastic had happened. I don't think it's specific that Anakin has changed to the dark side. It's not that specific. It's a change in the air, essentially. And he knew, but Yoda knew it had to do with Anakin specifically or just... It's not communicated. Okay. It's not communicated. Because the reason I'm asking is then we know how much room we have to play with, with their connection. Mm -hmm. 
It's kind of like, you know, in a, in a regular movie where someone gets into a car accident and that person just has that feeling that something right. bad up and then they get the call and they're like, no, like they almost sensed it, but they didn't sense that it was a car accident and that it was their child. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's why I'm wondering just how specific this feeling is that they get so that we know how much room we have to play with. Raven De La Cruz says, the answer is yes, Stacey. Certain people can sense the specific person and situation based on a connection from what I've learned reading the Old Republic lore. Thank you, Raven De La Cruz. <laughs> I was like, please just clarify so I know how much room we have. Awesome. Thank you. And I feel um, I feel like that using that, um, mm-hmm. their connection is going to be stronger than anybody else's because they're related. Okay. And they're sons of Skywalker. Okay. So, yes, I think that he would know that that connection has been severed with her. Mm-hmm. So we got to have <laughs> that connection be severed. So... Could it be severed if she if he thinks that she died and she's just really taken really, really far away? Or would he still be able to sense her even if she was the That would certainly help. Distance would certainly help. Um but I feel like there needs to be some sort of Because we gotta bring her back to life, reason. basically. Yeah, and he needs through. to not know that she's come back yeah. to life. Or else he wouldn't be on his rampage. Instead, he'd be looking for her or trying to find her. Yeah. So, that's, I'm just trying to figure yeah. out how we can do that. Um, there, there are certain things that can block force, block the force being used. I that's remember, true. I remember yeah. reading about that in the books. What the heck were those called again? That would have been a good trivia question for Mike. <laughs> <laughs> um, but she could be, for argument's sake in the story, we can look up the details later. Mm. She gets injected or is injected with something that takes away her force ability. Okay. At least temporarily. Okay. Um, There have been situations where strong force users have been able to cloak their force presence for their own safety. Uh, Yes, I do know that. Yeah. That's how they can hide from each other in close proximity. You you close in. For example. Mm -hmm. But she wouldn't choose to hide from him, so. No. No, she wouldn't. Unless it was part of a mission. No, not if it was doing that much bad. Like, if he's going around. That's true. Yeah, you're right. Then they'd be doing more harm than good. Um, could could someone do that to her? Yeah. So maybe that's it? You know what this is? This is two movies. This is, <laughs> this is one movie um, where we see the Dark Lord's mm-hmm. point of view and the second movie to what happened to Jaina. Because maybe she was captured yeah. and injected and had to escape all on her own, on her own time, only to make it back to Luke Skywalker to see him die sort of thing. Yeah. Because there, and there's got to be a way that when she is off and about for whatever the period of time is that we're making it, that she doesn't sense or know anything bad is happening and that that's going on. That's right. Because she's caught up in her own problems. Yeah. Which then can make her have that weight on her shoulders too that she didn't sense that a bit of the dark side on him in the beginning and should have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, we got to figure out. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so works. that's a, that's a semantic okay. thing. Okay. But let's let's run with that. So she dies, quote unquote, in the explosion. Her force link is severed from Jason. Jason feels her loss. Okay. Goes on a rampage. Yeah. Wins the battle because he dips into the dark side to really become powerful. Yeah. And Luke feels him leap, but then takes off before it can do anything about it. And we see 
Um, and we're seeing all of this through the replays and stuff of him just spinning it over and over in his head. Or Sure, we can do that. Seen it, right? Yeah, we can do that. Yeah. And he's going more and more mad. Yeah. Because he goes over it and over and he's losing and he's lost a part of himself. So it's not even like he's just lost a sibling, but he's feeling half the person because he was he's lost that forced connection with yeah. her. And then he starts replaying and goes through chain of command. Who gave the order for her to have to go in there? Whose order was it to make that battle in the first place? And that's how he starts systematically mm-hmm. taking out people. Okay. Like, Is there a way we could make that even stronger? That's not just that she went into a building and it exploded? Absolutely. Because I feel like, yeah, that would be like... She, I mean, He'd be mad, but it's like that could have happened to anybody. Do you know what I mean? He's mm-hmm. got, there's got to be areas that like Luke Skywalker and stuff did make mistakes. I mean, we could do something where like, because so you know he's how... he's replaying it, he's figuring it out and then, you know, you know what I mean? We could, because uh, you know how like lightsabers can, they can block laser fire and they can like ching, ching, ching and they redeflect them and stuff. We can have a shot that comes in that Luke misses with his lightsaber and it hits her. Like they're like they're you know like they're protecting their soldiers and they're doing mm-hmm. light lightsabers and blocking and being a shield like they do, and they're relying on each other to hold the line. Mm-hmm. And Luke misses a specific blast, say from like a sniper, mm-hmm. and it hits her, presumably killing her. I meant something that doesn't feel so like accidental. So that well, maybe that's the thing is like that's what he reads into it is that it wasn't accidental. Okay. Maybe he felt like Luke did it on purpose, or because you because you, you can twist it in your he head, was right? Doing something to protect someone else when he should have been protecting her. Too. Sure. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. To make it deeper and more strong. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Say sorry. It's, it is dark in here. <laughs> Does it feel Star Warsy in here? <laughs> That's what we're going for. Star Wars posters. <laughs> oh yeah. We have the Star Wars posters up in the back too. We got a little BB-8 and R2-D2 on the table. And, or multiple and, and Luke, people's Luke, decisions. Luke protecting, yeah, say Luke protecting the squad happens so, to let her die. It was like one or the other and he chose. Yeah. That could be something like I think that. We, it would be nice if we could find like, you know, when some movies, when they start uncovering things, they realize that so many people are at fault. Because I don't think we just want him to go after Luke Skywalker and no. be done with it. I think he's got it as he's replaying it over and over again. He's finding like, say, six different moments where everybody let her down. Mm-hmm. And that's what's making him go more and more crazy. He's like, if because if A, B, C, D, E happened, that's why she died. Yeah. You know, so that really messes with him and goes crazy and why he wants to just completely go over to the other side and take everyone out. Because, do you know what I mean? Almost like a mystery. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely a mystery. Mm-hmm. That's quite cool. Like uh, he's problem solving and figuring it all out, and everyone had something to do with it. Is he being baited by anybody? Is someone helping him get the information? Oh, that's interesting. Oh, I like that. Cool. If we could introduce a, you know, like a, a dark figure, a dark lord, another one mm-hmm. who is sort of grooming Jason to fall to the dark side, and and letting him see putting pieces together for Jason that leads in a certain direction. Okay. So it's not just Jason on his own coming to these conclusions. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Is there anyone specific that that could be or would be in this timeline? I figure we could make up a character. Just make up our own, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think that will help because Jason is, he's no dummy. Mm -hmm. But when you're angry and 
you're, you're looking at something from this point of view and someone says, yeah, but if this didn't happen, and you're like, if that didn't happen, mm-hmm. and then you're going down a completely different path and you maybe naturally wouldn't have gone down. So yeah. we're seeing him make mistakes and you're empathizing for him too because you're, you don't want him to go down this path, but you're like, yeah, go after the people who killed your sister mm-hmm. sort of thing. So like, you want, you want the audience to be conflicted as well. Yeah. For you want sure. some people to be like, yes, go kill them because that's their fault. Other people to be like, no, 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 no. There's more to the picture or there's more mm-hmm. of the story. Make their mystery person a true Sith. The, the, the mystery person show. that we've mm. got, could they also be the one that is responsible for why he can't, you know, sense, sense Jaina and why she's gone? Do you know what I mean? You know like what? he was always working that side. So he's like the whole setup. And like the only person that could have killed him would be like Luke Skywalker or something like that. And so he also has just killed off the people that could act. You know, when he puts all the pieces finally together for the real ending, when he realized that she's alive. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, why not? Absolutely. If, if say, uh, Raven has a cool idea of using mm. um, the mystery person to be a true Sith. The Sith are not actually uh, like the Dark Lords. There actually were a race at one point that the now Sith conquered. It's sort of a confusing thing. But oh. if we made it a true Sith, that makes things very interesting. Especially if he's gifted with the Force, so he could be clouding Jason's mind. Yeah. It could even be the Sith that ordered or had jaina originally killed oh absolutely i'm right? thinking that was like so all part of the plan all they, part of the plan you know because that's almost this, like you saw like where everything could kind of go wrong and break and that was that last little piece that's what's great is like this the sith are, are really good at that they're yeah. really good at manipulation and even though they're vastly outnumbered or, orchestrating things perfectly yeah. so this is a really cool development yeah who else could he be upset with? Like, so obviously he's very upset with Luke Skywalker, but yeah. there's got to be other people that he's taking out too. And some characters that maybe don't care about as much, but are still good guys. Uh, I feel like a commander. Yeah. Um, I really have like, one of the really cool things about uh, Star Wars, uh, Clone Wars, is how human they make the clones and they all have their, like, their original personalities and things like that. Mm-hmm. And having the... Um, like the leader of the group who they, they like, maybe it's his number two guy and he has to go kill number two guy. There's a guy like, I didn't do anything. Like I'm like, I was following orders and everything and this and that. And then he has to kill his like essentially second in command. That could be another one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. <laughs> they can't just, kill Chewie. <laughs> kill Luke Skywalker and Chewie in the same movie. <laughs> Yeah, how how dark and gritty do we want to make this? We could just like go on a rampage and kill off a whole bunch of main characters. It's, it's supposed to be, um, is it Ben? Ben Solo? No, it's Ben Skywalker. Anakin Solo. One of those two. I can't remember which one it is. Uh, they kill Chewbacca. They leave him on a planet that explodes to get it to try to get away. That happens in the books. People got really Whoa. upset about it. That is very upsetting. Yeah, but he died as a badass saving a planet. So, you know, That's blaze sad. of glory. Oh, my God. You should tell everybody about um, uh, your sister and her husband and your, your parents with the, <laughs> oh. the biggest spoiler well, I, I don't know ever. if I can because I, I don't want to spoil Rogue One. Oh, has everybody? Oh. <laughs> can we just be like, hey, guys, Rogue One spoiler. 
alert, alert, alert. If you don't want to hear it, turn I off. I don't want oh, to. Darn no, it. no okay, I don't want to. Okay, it's a funny story, so I guess you'll <laughs> never hear it. Not for at least a year after the movie comes out. Okay. Well, who didn't see it in the theaters, really? Apparently my parents. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It was Anakin who left Chewie. Yes, thank you, Raven. Yeah. I feel like Raven could uh, rival you in this trivia game, Mike. Raven, how hard are you Googling right now? And how much of this is like just off the top of your head? <laughs> I respect only one of those answers. <laughs> okay, so back to, the, back to our story. Um, so he has to say, let's say he has to kill three, three people before Skywalker. Or two people before Skywalker. Yeah, at least, I think. But they, we can't care about them near as much, obviously. No, Skywalker. no. Mike spoils Star Wars hashtag. <laughs> no, I didn't. Unless we do have him kill Skywalker first, and that kicks off all the, the rest of the rampage. He's already went that far. Everybody would do everything to try to stop him now because it's, I mean, it's Luke Skywalker. That's certainly a direction to go, but I feel like because it's such a huge moment... That should be like the last straw. Like that's the ultimate okay. goal of the Sith. Oh, that's right. Because right? that's why we planning. want Jaina to come back in and be like, uh, no. Right there, exactly. Okay. And then she has to fight him and it's an epic battle. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, it's like, it'd be really cool just to have uh, the Dark Lord. Oh, no. Like, you know, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go <laughs> sorry. ahead. I was going to say, when she comes back and she's like, no, and he sees that he's alive, that Sith guy that's really bad and stuff kills her. Sorry. That's <laughs> all the characters to die, apparently. <laughs> How dramatic and sad would that be? So the guy that he's been like, you know, went over to the dark side with who's been manipulating him too is now the one that's definitely responsible for her. That wouldn't now it's too late. Dun, dun, dun. Nope. I I see where you're going with that. <laughs> I think the thing with the Sith is like the the leader of the Sith rarely wants to get his hands dirty. Uh, it's more okay. it's more powerful for his apprentice to kill his sister than it is for the, to create that divide between the Sith Lord master killing the sister in front of the apprentice. Okay. Yeah. And this is too dark anyway. Yeah. I just, I like the idea of him realizing that it's been too late and that he was manipulated by him in some way that like, how do they fix that? Cause we could have them where it's like, so the brother and sister battle at the end where, or it could also, hmm. He's, I think. Like, does he come to the realization at the end that going over to the dark side was like the wrong choice? But also that the Sith had something to do with, with Jaina all along? Say that again. So when he realizes that Jaina's alive, mm -hmm. does he have the realization that the whole reason she was missing and we all thought she was dead and stuff was because of the Sith in the first place manipulating him? I think that. And that he shouldn't have killed Luke Skywalker? I think it needs to parallel Anakin's story a bit where he went over for the right reasons initially and then it spun out of control because of how seductive the dark side is. Okay. So he went over to avenge his sister, to find out who killed them and punish them for killing his family and his sister. Mm -hmm. He's putting family first. Yes. And it spirals out of control because it's being manipulated microscopically to go a certain direction which is eventually killing the only thing standing in front of this of the sith's way luke skywalker mm -hmm. 
So that gets to see. And by doing that, he completes his journey to the dark side, killing his uncle, the mm-hmm. powerful Jedi. Mm-hmm. And even when Jaina comes after him, by that point, he's so far gone, like his eyes have gone red, yellow sort of thing. And he fights Jaina. I I feel like he needs to survive. He needs he can't just like be killed off in the movie. Okay. But I think it's because Jaina defeats him and and doesn't kill him because she's a Jedi. She's yeah. stronger. She's not going to kill out of anger. Yeah. She wants to save him because uh, this is a brother. So she yeah. wants to bring him back to the good side. And there needs to be that glimmer of hope. Almost like during the fight where maybe there could be a point where Jason has the attempt and he like hesitates, which allows her to get away. And then it gets him more angry because he realized that he hesitated and puts him more of the dark side. So he's through the whole battle, he's having that internal struggle mm-hmm. of falling to the dark side and killing his sister. Like, mm-hmm. So he's going through an internal struggle while the fight's going on and she's having the struggle of don't give in. Okay, okay. I like that. By the way, this fight scene needs to be half the movie. Yeah, that's pretty much <laughs> the whole fight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, Zachary. Why is it dark? It is dark because this is first thing in the morning for me when we start the podcast, and it's just super chill to to be in the dark talking about Star Wars and movie treatment ideas. And what we do with this afterwards is we edit it, and it goes up on SoundCloud and iTunes. We just wanted to throw it on Twitch because it's a good way to get more people involved with it and help influence our story. Yeah, we've had a lot of help um, today. Raven Della Cruz has made our Sith Lord, our ultimate Sith Lord, the mm-hmm. actual Sith, which is quite cool. Yeah. And um, also, my side note, mm-hmm. um, I do want to have a Star Wars podcast at some point, yeah. and I want it to be like on the bridge of, I don't know, the Millennium Falcon or some sort of spaceship, <laughs> so there's stars going by behind be pretty us. pretty cool. Wouldn't it? You could like green screen that part. It would yeah. just be building, like, you'd have to build a bit of a set still, yeah. I think. Yeah. To but make it look as... How cool would that be? realistic as possible that'd be pretty cool what would y'all talk about on the start well i mean obviously all star wars but just like anything and everything uh yeah news News, so like what movies and games and comic books and gives me excuse to spend time reading about star wars some more more yeah Yeah. Yeah. more than i already do (laughs) you guys have no idea how many star wars books are in the studio and eventually i'll be able to direct write and direct my own star wars movie Okay. Just a natural progression of the podcast. Yes. <laughs> natural <laughs> progression. I think it would be better as a video game than a movie. Uh, I That's a very good point, Baxorn. The, oh. the, the benefit, of, of course, of a video game is that you have way more time to tell the story. Yeah. And the player gets to be experiencing and making choices themselves along the way. Is there any Telltale Star Wars games? There is not. There's not. I don't know how that would work. What the hell, Telltale? Yeah. I feel like that'd be pretty cool. I'd play that. I mean, you obviously want to be able to do a lot more like action stuff though, right? With a Star Wars video game. Yeah. But a Telltale could be pretty sweet too. If it was a really story driven where you could make different choices as a character. It could be quite cool. Yeah. Definitely. I I hope there's some more... Uh, story-based games coming out because that's the strongest part of the Star Wars universe. Mm-hmm. All like the fi- fighting is fun, you know, in the games and fighting mm-hmm. spaceships is fun, but it's the story that drives each and every game and book and movie. It's the universe that puts it together. Mm-hmm. 
that's why it's so successful. That's why there's there's series that have tons of books, mm-hmm. but they don't go any further than that because they don't capture that story in everybody. Yeah. I think that's, that's the thing that's magical about Star Wars is that everyone can relate in some way to some character to some theme that goes through it. Yeah. I'm surprised there's not like an open world. Like take something like Star Citizen. Can you imagine if there's like an open world aspect that where you can be playing online that's all Star Wars? That's literally the only reason why I want to play Star Citizen is to pretend it's Star Wars. To pretend it's Star Wars. That's the only reason. You know you don't get lightsabers or anything in Star Citizen, right? Sure. But like (laughs) uh, I I really love the Old Republic. The uh, the the newer game of the Old Republic, uh, which is a massive multiplayer. And Mm. it's... It's really cool because you can be a Jedi, you can be a Sith, but you can be a bounty hunter or a smuggler or a soldier or all these different things. And everyone can hold their own. Just because you're a Jedi doesn't mean you aren't going to lose if you take on a a clone commando, for example. So you don't need to have – even actually Star Wars 1313, which was a canceled game, was going to be a gritty Star Wars story that had nothing to do with the Force. No Force, no Jedi in it, just being – a smuggler or whatever it is yeah. in that universe. So you hear about the stories, and you, but the universe is so big that yeah, it doesn't have to be around them. That'd be awesome. Because really, the Star Wars movies they follow the elite, yeah, of of the universe. Yeah, for right? sure. Why? So why why isn't there this then? Like like we said, like a Star Citizen esque world being developed. That's all for Star Wars. It's not like. Disney doesn't that's have a, a lot of money. Yeah, no, yeah it's true. <laughs> Just saying, Disney, where's my game? <laughs> they they attempted they attempted with Star Wars Galaxies. Yeah, uh, fell flat on its face. Just wasn't well done. Yeah. Um, I feel like maybe because they don't want to drop two hundred million dollars into a game. Oh, but I feel like they should. Yeah, I agree. <gasps> That'd be amazing. They should just license everything from Star Citizen and then just throw Star Wars. Yeah, characters I'm sure into Star it. Citizen probably it. Throw would skin like hearing that. <laughs> Right? Raven, oh, that'd be I, so cool. Yeah, it would. I still have um, Old Republic installed, actually. We should play sometime. Oh, there's an idea. On one of the Saturday Night Gaming yeah. episodes. After I'm done building all the Sims. Yeah. <laughs> well, when it wasn't, I, I could have sw- there was some Sims outfits that you could have. Wasn't there like when we were playing on Saturday, a Princess Leia or something? Yeah, there was. Yeah, why that's did, why cool. did you Why didn't you dress like that instead I don't of a know. hot dog? I, I decided a hot dog would be more fun, apparently. <laughs> oh, because I think it just didn't look right on my character. So I was like, no, oh, it's a hot dog. I can, uh, you can always switch their outfits, the Sims outfits. And then I think Raven Dela Cruz was talking about being able to build like Wabam clothes and stuff for the Sims and then more... Oh, a tracer skin. That's what we wanted for my character was to have a tracer skin. Yeah. So there was that too. So. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. Hey, Mike, do you think they should just... Do you think they should do some type of time warp or interdimensional space travel where someone from the past, pre-episode one, ultimately affects the future unknowingly? As in like breaking the current canon or the results of the previous movies are a result of something that happened ahead of time. Actually, I would love to mm. see a movie done in the Old Republic, which is like a thousand or five thousand years pre yeah. where our movies are. Yeah. Because then you have you can do whatever you want. Whatever you want, yeah. Completely free universe, but everything is still like there's still spaceships. You still recognize the good guys and the bad guys. There's still Sith and Jedi. There's still yeah. all that. But none of the characters 
so you're able to have ultimate freedom yeah, in something that everyone recognizes and is comfortable with. Yeah. They're pretty cool. It'd be damn cool. I feel looking forward to next, to see the Star Wars Netflix series. Yes. That would be amazing. There's rumors. Is it actually true? I've heard there's rumors of there going to be a Star Wars TV show on Netflix. Oh my goodness. Netflix original with nudity and swearing <laughs> in Star Wars. There's going to be nudity? No, no, no. I'm asking. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> I was like, eh? mm-hmm. I think I think we got like, it's not a super in-depth story, but I think it's quite interesting. I think it's interesting. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. I like where this is going. I really, I really want to explore the fight at the end. Yeah, totally. And we that can- has to have so much in it. Like, oh. There's the, the, the cool thing about it. Yeah, there's going to be so many things. character moments and emotional yeah. moments within the fight that needs in to be captured. So it's not just a flashy fight, no. but it's actually that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. Because also, like, what, what his his reaction when he sees her? Like, oh, there's so many moments in that. Yeah, and for her too. Yeah, absolutely. Oh my goodness! Termination really... time. Hi, termination time. How's it going? Sweet verified badge, dude. <laughs> one day we'll get one of those one day <laughs> well is there anything else that you wanted to add to this like treatment so far uh so we got we got we got okay we got some characters we do we have jason solo yeah who's a dark lord we've got trying to avenge jana solo yeah and we have the the, the Sith- killing of luke skywalker <laughs> yeah we have the execution of luke skywalker we have the sith lord the ultimate um string puppeteer yeah holy smokes termination with- time hosting with 581 thank you Whoa, so freaking much time. Thank wow you. oh my goodness that's incredible thanks that's guys huge. <laughs> oh no offense to the podcast mike but i kind of wish i was gaming or something right now <laughs> all these people are gonna be like what's going on why are they in the dark what's happening here <laughs> that's incredible oh thank you so Let's let's um for all our new friends and family do a quick recap on this Star Wars story. We're writing the next Star Wars. We are, <laughs> and uh, fortunately, J.J. Abrams has given him us his blessing. Yes, and this will actually be made. It's with, pretty cool. Like, a three hundred fifty million dollar budget, which is pretty exciting. Yeah, we're hoping to get an extra fifty million in there, but I mean, we're going to start with the three hundred fifty million. And yeah, we figure if we them. shoot like ninety percent of it. Yeah. And then ask for more. It's a lot easier to get it at that point because it's going to be so far along. Exactly. Don't don't tell them. No. That. Yeah. Oh, Keep this on the DL. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm terrible at actually doing the recaps as to what our story is about. So, Mike, take it away. Okay. So, Jason Solo, son of uh, Han and Leia, is a Jedi with his twin sister, Jaina. Mm-hmm. And they are battling alongside with Luke Skywalker against... Some bad guys doing bad guy things. And as they're fighting, uh, Jaina Solo gets killed. And Jason, seeing his twin sister fall, goes on a rampage, destroys everyone of the bad guys, wins the battle, but he did so by dipping into the dark side to out of the anger of mm-hmm. seeing his sister fall. Luke senses this, tries to stop him, but Jason takes off. In a, in a ship and 
is just going over the battle again and again and again in his head and he's he's blaming himself he's going more and more mad mm-hmm. and he's figuring out where everybody let yes. let her down and then he gets a mysterious transmission which says he they know something is amiss and starts to steer him a different direction mm-hmm. giving him a different like trying to say like this person or like maybe something this way mm-hmm. caused this to happen so He's being manipulated and he goes on and he starts killing people on the Republic side who he feels were responsible for Jaina's death. And as he climbs the ladder, eventually comes to Luke Skywalker and there's an epic battle between Luke and Jason and they're fighting and fighting and eventually Jason gets the upper hand and decapitates Luke Skywalker. Mm Mm-hmm. Luke falls, but as this happened, Jaina steps in and screams, no, like they do in Star Wars. (laughs) And Jason sees her realizing she's alive and everything that he's done was for naught because she's alive. But he's so twisted now. He's come so far that he lashes out and they enter an epic battle. But their battle is much more emotional mm-hmm. because he is he, he doesn't want to kill her but well everything he was doing was, was for, for her. her yeah yeah but he's so twisted that he's he's fighting out of anger yeah and she wants to save him she doesn't want to kill him but also kind of does need to kill but him doesn't need she to also needs yeah. to stop him from everything that he's been doing yeah over to the dark side yeah. because he's remarkably powerful and i still like that one um image that came to mind which kind of started all of this yes and that image is of the dark lord jason walking through a forest and having the foliage and the trees spread out in front of him so we can walk with a clear path and then being sent back to its normal position behind him so he's walking without effort through the forest as everything bends to his will. I feel like that could still be like the starting shot of this is that. And you're like, whoa, like what happened here? And then mm-hmm. we kind of start working our way backwards. So you know that that's coming. Yeah, it can kind of be like he's like about to siege a Republic building. And he's got his soldiers behind him as he's coming in. And then it's like, why are you here? And then we cut to the part of the story yeah and as as we go through the movie we're getting more and more pieces of why he's gotten to this point exactly i just i really really like that that image and that can be like what happens too. like that image is just before like killing luke skywalker too yeah yeah oh i like it cool it's kind of like how um the final turning point of anakin was padme dying but the emperor tells him that he killed him that Mm -hmm. that anakin killed his wife. So that was his like his turning point for him as a character. Everything else doesn't matter anymore. He's lost everything that matters to him. Mm-hmm. So he might as well follow his master. Yeah. yeah. But you probably know a little bit about that. Uh, uh, Boba Fett living. Gore Hunter in the book Boba Fett Lives. Maybe in a transmission from him to seek revenge for what Han did to him, destroying Han by manipulating. That's also an option too. Yeah. Is it, Boba, Boba Fett would be pretty, pretty old by this point. Favorite character. Yeah, awesome. would he still be able, would he still be able to be alive in this? Wait, hold on. How many years? Yeah. He'd be old. He'd be old. But he theoretically, yeah. Yeah. I I like the idea of um he could even maybe come up meet Boba Fett at some point in a different way. But I like the idea of the Sith mm-hmm. being the bad guy because they're supposed to have gone extinct 
So it's neat that that guy might be the last of his species or something like that. Yeah. Ooh, I like that. Cool. Cool. All right, guys. What do you think so far of our Star Wars movie treatment? Again, keep it in mind, guys. Uh, this is kind of just the very, very start of an idea, just kind of trying to build the world, come up with characters and themes and what's going on. Yeah. And then what we want to do, seeing as we've done four podcasts already, we want to eventually vote on the one that you guys found the most interesting and the most exciting. And then we're going to revisit it on another podcast and start delving in deeper and deeper. And then hopefully by the end of the year, we have at least a couple scripts written. Yeah. I mean, you, you're you a pretty fast writer, Mike. Thank you. Once you have the the whole idea figured out, like once that whole universe is created, yeah. you know the characters inside and out. It's pretty it's pretty easy to just start going to town on writing. Yeah, and then obviously then fixing it up and stuff from there. But yeah, that's I think the end goal with this podcast is to have more scripts written. Absolutely. Yeah. Whether we make them or sell them. Yeah. So far out of all of the the last four ideas that we've come up with, I still think the most doable one is the zombie idea from last week. I feel like that's something we like as far as shooting goes and like actually either a short film or feature film that we could make here in Vancouver. Yeah. Hashtag, Hashtag donate to make this happen. <laughs> Hashtag Disney endorse this. <laughs> yes. Thank you, Gore Hunterman. <laughs> I like Raymond Delegates like, I want to work on this with you guys. Right. Wouldn't it be fun? Uh, GM Red says, I think it's turning out pretty interesting so far. Excellent. Excellent. The thing that's cool is, is, uh, is the, at least Lucasfilm. I'm not sure how Disney feels about it, but Lucasfilm initially, they love fan films. They yeah. they allow them to go up. They they promote a lot of them. And Star Trek's the opposite. They're like anti-fan film Ugh. for Star Trek. So this we could possibly do something that could be quite cool. How does cool. Disney feel about all of this now? I'm though? not sure how Disney feels about it. I feel like it. they're like probably sticklers too. I could be wrong. Maybe not. Yeah, I don't know. I, 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 I don't, really know, don't why know why people why um, companies wouldn't like more fan made content. I mean, it's free advertising for them. It's just more people discussing your your franchise or your universe. Yeah, uh, I don't like it when companies are all picky about that. Isn't Nintendo bad for that too? Very bad. Yeah. Yeah, they're like, no, don't make fan things. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, guys, thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah, thanks guys. Um, again, just a reminder, I'm going to be at DreamHack this weekend. So if anyone's going to be at DreamHack, please let me know because I would love to meet up with, with as many people as I can and have lots of fun hangout time. Awesome. Well, thank you guys for hanging out with us for episode five of the podcast, of the Stacey Roy podcast. Kate Paul, I love this podcast. Thanks, man. Oh, thank you. It's really fun to just like get to sit down here first thing in the morning and talk movie ideas. I love it. It's yeah. awesome. Yeah, me too. And we'll work on having more and more podcasts. Yes. <laughs> Mike's just face just lit up. And eventually a Star Wars podcast. Yes, Mike. You can eventually have a Star Wars podcast. All right. First, I you got have permission. to write a full script, though, and then you can have a Star Wars podcast. I'm going to go download a script from online and just give it to you. That's say, so bad. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. It's got to be one of our ideas. Okay, fine. <laughs> All right, guys. Have a great rest of your day. I will see you tomorrow. Well, bam.